Hey everybody! It's time <laughs> to get dangerous. Once again, I am your fancy pants host, James Danger. How the hell are all of you? Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? Hmm? <laughs> oh my god, James. You sound so sarcastic. Yeah. Fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah, let's celebrate a holiday centered around theft, rape, murder, and genocide. Oh my god, James. That's not what happened. <laughs> oh, please, enlighten me. In your version, what happens? Everyone knows, James. The pilgrims come, and the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Marias. And they meet the Indian peoples, and they all sit down for a nice dinner. And they have nice, good conversation, and they're all very loving and warm, James. <laughs> you forgot all the rape and murder and genocide. That happened after pumpkin pie, James. Oh, okay. As long as they had a nice meal together. <laughs> a nice final meal. Is that what it was? These white devils are like, ah, you know what? We're going to kill these fucking brown assholes. Why don't we give them one last meal before they get slaughtered? Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and then uh, then the white man raped a bunch of the women. And that's where Mexicans come from. Isn't that right? Ah, something like that. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I got to tell you, I've been eating like a fat fuck. I've had turkey for the past four days in a row. I'm not proud of it, although I partially am. It's kind of like uh, I'm forced to eat it. You know, it's like the whole, well, you got a whole bunch of leftovers. You can't let it go to waste. Also, though, it is saving me a bunch of money on car insurance. Now, I don't have to buy uh, food for the week. I've been, I've been shoving turkey down mine as well as my, my family's throats. And I've been saving some money. Isn't that wonderful? You live a whole week off food you did not pay for or even make for that matter. James, please don't tell me that's what you're thankful for. I'm thankful for that. What's wrong with that? I'm thankful for doing nothing. Speaking of nothing, do you know what I did my whole four days off? Because James, um, nothing. Nothing. That's right. I do feel kind of guilty about that. I had a whole list of things I wanted to accomplish on my four days off. I'll give you the list. One, finish these songs I'm recording. Oh my God, James. They're probably horrible anyway. Yeah, you're probably right. But they I've got like 10 songs that are like right in the middle of well, most of them are are near complete, but I just I just have not finished them. I've got a fucking novel that's been like four years in the making. I keep putting that in the back burner. <sighs> Don't ever have kids, guys. All right. If you want to write novels and <laughs> and make songs, just cross kids off your list. Put that in the back burner. Stupid, dumb kids, ruining all my whole fucking life, taking all my time away. James, if you didn't want kids, then you should have kept baby James inside your pants. Okay, James? So stop your bitching and complaining. This is your doing, James. You better deal with the consequences of your actions. All right. All right. Anyway, I ate like a fat fuck. Yeah, I didn't do any of the things on my list. I wound up just laying around the whole weekend. I, you know what? I've got to blame my wife. Oh, my God, James. 
here's more blaming on other people instead of yourself. Yeah, well, it is her fault. She works retail. She worked like the all four days, pretty much. Which left me, I had no choice but to lay around and do nothing. It's really her fault. <laughs> I watched a whole lot of Netflix with my kids. Uh, a whole lot of football. And in the evening time, when she came home, I drank a whole lot of wine with her. That's right. Turkey and wine. That was my whole four-day weekend. <laughs> I did nothing. Oh, I feel so fucking guilty. But also, I feel uh, proud of myself in a sense. Like, I didn't do a fucking thing. I laid on my fat ass. I probably gained like 10 pounds this weekend. I'm not, get- I'm not kidding you. All right, enough about me. Uh, what did you do on your Thanksgiving, everybody? Did you stay in one place? Did you do that stupid douchebag move and, and go to multiple places? Well, that's what I did. James, are you calling yourself a douchebag? I am. Although, I think I somewhat am a winner, though. Because, I don't know if you thought about this, maybe you have, maybe you're a fucking mastermind and you already know about it. The whole, uh, multiple destination thing on the uh, holidays. It's really... Great. If it's, uh, if you don't want to be somewhere, all right, it's a good excuse for having to leave that place. That place you have to have on your uh, first destination, you know, with the place you really want to be the closer for the night. Oh, well, we better get going. Have to go visit my mom. Sorry. Yeah, I'd love to stay, but we, but you know, I promised her I'd be there at a certain time. Yeah, we got to go. (laughs) <laughs> the perfect crime. But James, aren't you sort of like blowing the whistle on this whole thing? Like, people you know are gonna like listen to this, and they're gonna they're gonna know what you're up to, James. They're gonna know what games you're playing. That you don't really want to be there with them. Well, I'm counting on my my relatives or my friends not listening to this show. Because why would they? There's no reason to. If you know me, you're probably already sick of me. And you don't want to hear me talking <laughs> in your spare time. Yeah, I'm going to say they're not going to listen. And if, you know what, who, and if they do, fuck it. I don't even care. You know why? Because this is the danger hour. And it's <laughs> dangerous business speaking your mind. In this room, on this microphone, I'm allowed to be myself. If there's any time in my life I don't got to put up a front put on a mask, it's here. And I'll be goddamned if I'm going to censor myself on this show. Yes, I might be getting myself in trouble. But alas, I don't care. (laughs) I mean, just kidding. (laughs) That's all the joke. I'm just joking. Anyway, today happens to be Monday, oh. Monday, December 1st, you hear me, December 1st, it's nearly over, this bullshit fucking year is almost over, it's almost at an end, you know, and I'm glad to see it go, I have had the worst year of my life, 2014 can kiss my ass. You can keep on walking, buddy. I'm not going to miss you. Bring on 15. 
I can't wait. Bring it on. Bring it on. Especially because of all the exciting movie releases. Oh, so many movies coming out in 2015. I can barely contain myself. <laughs> yeah, but uh, speaking of which, did you all see the Star Wars teaser trailer? Oh my god, James! No. <laughs> I know, you're not very nerdy. I understand. Yes, James, I just, I don't understand the whole big deal. Who cares? I mean... A bunch of nerds are watching a bunch of other nerds fly around in space and fight each other. Ooh, I don't care, James. And really, in the future, are they going to really be fighting with swords made out of lights, James? That's, that's just preposterous. It's just, it's just ridiculous, James. Uh, excuse me. It's not in the future. It clearly states in the beginning of every movie, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Okay? So you shut your goddamn mouth and you relax. You leave Luke and Leia out of this. <laughs> oh, man. I, I was going to say this for my fuck you moment, but I got plenty to be angry about, so uh, I'll just get it out of, out of the way right now. Fuck all of you nerdy assholes. That are already shitting all over this movie. Dude, it's like a minute and a half, right? Of uh, pretty vague images. And already there's a shitstorm. You know, and yes, it's my fault. Because I'm reading these goddamn comments. <laughs> I don't fucking like that. What's the point? That wouldn't be like that. That's stupid. I fucking hate that. This movie's gonna suck. <laughs> oh, man. People love to find any excuse to bitch and complain. Well, what am I even saying? That's what I do. Yes, James. That's exactly what you do, James. All right. But I'm doing it in an artistic platform. Okay? I'm doing it <laughs> for the entertainment of dozens. <laughs> dozens across this glorious nation. A glorious nation built on rape and murder. All right, James. We understand. Americans did bad things, James. But honestly, you can't make an omelet without killing a bunch of red people or something like that. Oh. Well, I for one think that you owe a bunch of Native Americans an apology. Oh my God, James. They have like a casinos and stuff. They got their payback. Oh. <laughs> James, what do you even care? You're not Native American. Yes, I am. I'm part Yaki Indian. Yaki, James. You're part Yaki. Oh, fuck you. It's a legitimate tribe. I should be getting paid from the government, but I'm not. I'm getting screwed over just like my ancestors before me. Oh my God, James. Just stop talking. This nation was built on blood, James, just like every other power that came before it and that will come afterwards. Oh, that's actually the smartest thing that's come out of your mouth since my dick. Oh my God, James. <gasps> what are you implying? Nothing. Let's move on. All right. Uh... <laughs> Uh, speaking of 2015, Super Dick, 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 and I got uh, tickets to Comic-Con, everybody. We are going to be returning to the Nerd Fest in San Diego in 2015. Um, hopefully that would be exciting. So yeah, so that 
as well as a, a list of other things next year from in my personal life is uh it's just bring on 2015 and death to 14 i'm over it good fucking riddance so long uh <laughs> anyway guess what i had to do today monday december the 1st i had to avoid all of social as well as normal whatever they call it media that's right i didn't go on facebook didn't go on the instagrams on the twitters none of it hardly listen to the radio today for one reason and one reason alone can i take a guess james well this is probably going to be a waste of my time uh but sure take a guess please okay so that you avoid all of social media as well as the regular media james because you are trying to avoid certain spoilers wow wow how did you even guess that i don't know james let's just say that i'm in your head no you're not i could be james if you play your cards right okay i don't want i don't want to play my cards right then i don't want to play any card games but yes you're right i uh, i had to avoid all of the walking dead mid season finale what the fuck you call it uh and spoilers because all you idiots out there peterson i'm looking at you <laughs> only because this morning i forgot and I went on the Facebooks while I was taking my morning shit. And I saw something about The Walking Dead. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I got <laughs> I exited right away. And I, and I was like, god damn it, Peterson, you son of a bitch. You almost blew it. You nearly blew it for me. I just saw, yeah, you know, I saw more. It said, uh, The Walking Dead uh, depressed me or I'm so sad or whatever it said. And I immediately I ejected. I got out of there. Uh, I swear to you, you, you're not safe anywhere. Just because everything is so easily accessible doesn't mean that we all accessed it, okay? (laughs) Give us a little fucking time before you start blowing shit for everybody. So yeah, I avoided all of it because a, a certain radio program is well known for blowing that shit up. And so I avoided all of it because, uh, yeah, I don't have AMC. So uh, I don't get to watch it the night it comes out. I'm living sort of in the past and I have to watch it today. Tonight, after I'm done with this lousy show, I'm going to go watch a real show. You know what? Fuck these shows doing these mid-season finales. What's the point of that? Is it... Does it somehow make them more money? Let me think about this. Let's stop it halfway. So we can... Why is it? I don't know. So they can... Uh, hype it up some more and sell more DVDs maybe? Uh, I don't know. Do people even buy DVDs anymore? Stretch it out. Get the hype up. And that way people will pay more money advertising spots maybe that's what it is like you know what let's start making the show let's get about halfway through and then just stop people's minds will be blown and they're gonna want more and they're not gonna be able to contain themselves so like you know a a good nine months later we'll come back with hey here's the rest of that one season that you wanted to watch fuckers
Anyway, that's what I got going tonight. So uh, let's move on to something that just passed also. Black Friday. <laughs> Did you all fall for it? You know what? I pride myself on not taking part of Black Friday. The whole fucking dumb bullshit. I did it one time about 10, 11 years ago. No, more than that. Like 12, 13 years ago. I did it. I went with my brother. We went out. At fucking the crack ass of dawn. And I, f- like I was standing there in line in the cold in, at Best Buy. In this long ass line. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? I felt so dirty and ashamed of myself. Like, really, all these hours I'm standing out here to save a, a little bit of money on whatever the fuck I want to get, whatever it is, is it really worth it? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, so I, I didn't take part of it at all. I'll tell you what I did. I got most of my Christmas shopping done in about 15, 20 minutes, sitting on my fat ass on my phone on Amazon. That's right. You call me what you will, and yes, I know I'm contributing to the problem. The whole uh, robot nation. Yes, I know. It's my first time doing it. God damn, it's so convenient. Especially when you get free shipping on all my merchandise. Bring it to me at once. Bring it to my doorstep and leave it there. <laughs> God damn, it is. I'm, you know, I am kind of am living in the past. I just recently started buying shit on Amazon, like getting on board with the whole thing. It's so convenient, especially if it's late one night and it's like, fuck, you know, I've really been doing, uh, yeah, call me all the names you want. I've been doing it a lot with graphic novels, Batman graphic novels, (laughs) because (laughs) I'll read these while I'm taking a shit and they're actually pretty goddamn entertaining. It's getting me back into the whole comic book thing. And so instead of, Going out, you know, fighting traffic, going to these people and paying. You know, you're saving more money if you get it on, online. And they ship it to you, and it's like you're going to work, and then <clears throat> on a Tuesday or Wednesday, you come home, and there's a box waiting for you. And it's like, oh, shit, I forgot about this. It's like a little, it's like a little treat, a midweek treat. Ugh, it's so wonderful. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm uh, I'm adding to Cyberdyne systems. <laughs> ah, whatever. Robots are gonna kill us anyway. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? All right. Speaking of uh, Christmas and all that bullshit, my Christmas tree is shining bright and gloriously in the corner of the living room. Oh my God, James! What's happened to you? You're just a total joke now, James. You're so watered down. Everything that you once stood for has been destroyed. Listen, my wife tried to get me to put the tree up before Thanksgiving, but I said, oh, oh, no. Listen here, bitch. No, <laughs> no, I didn't say that. She goes, we should put the Christmas tree up. And this was like uh, November. Well, let me look at the uh, calendar here. Hold on, my trusty uh, calendar here. My sewing computer. This was November 25th or 24th. You should put the Christmas tree up now. And I said, oh, I don't think so. Why not? I'm not putting a Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving is completed. 
you know, the day after is okay, but not a day before or the day of. I protest this. <laughs> what difference does it make? It's dark in the living room anyway. We need the light. <laughs> and I said, I don't care. I don't care. I'll live in the darkness until December the 1st. No, no, actually, I'll take it back. <laughs> November 28th. <laughs> oh, Christ. It is a wonderful lighting in the living room because it is dark as fuck. <laughs> Why don't you just get a lamp, you cheap ass? Yeah, I know. That's what uh, Mr. The Furious Eddie Gears keeps telling me. Every time he comes over, hey, dude, I'm going to get you a lamp. But, uh, you know, what, what do you want from me? So, yeah, the tree's up. You know what? The kids got a kick out of it. I enjoyed watching them put the whole thing together. Hang all the ornaments on the bullshit. Hold me up, Daddy. Hold me up so I can put the bird on top of the tree. He puts it up there. It's all crooked. I got to fix it, you know. Most, like, like most kids, they fail at what they do. <laughs> and, yes, we put a, a bird up there. A white piece bird. A dove. I don't have a star. Okay, I, I don't believe in any Christmas stars. Okay, I don't believe in any of that bullshit. Okay, star of Bethlehem. Yeah, okay. We all know that that chick Mary cheated on her husband and said, Joseph, um, I got something to tell you. I'm pregnant. And he's like, what the fuck? We haven't even done anything. You haven't let me touch you. And she's like, I know. I just like, um, God did it. That's what happened. <laughs> Keep paying my bills. Yeah. I, you know, if you want to hear the whole story, I broke down the, all, the whole mythos of Christmas in the last year's Christmas episode. All right? I broke it all down for you. Okay? I, uh, what do you call that shit? I debunked it. <laughs> it was something like that. That was the cliff notes. If you want to go back to that episode from last year, you can hear all about it. All right. <laughs> uh, what was I? What was I talking about? Oh yeah, Christmas. So uh, as long, along with the tree going up, another Christmas phenomenon has returned. That's right, none other than the creepy elf on the shelf. Oh my God, James, it's so adorable. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think I know you like creepy little things. James, what do you imply? Nothing. Nothing. Yes, but this this creepy thing is back. If you don't know what it is, I'm sure you all do. But if you don't, this is a talk show, and I've got time to kill, so I'll I'll describe it for you. It's a little, it's a little stuffed elf. <laughs> it's about uh, ten inches in length, and you position this thing in various parts of the house, and the kids have to find them every morning. And they get a big kick out of it. It is fun watching their joy and excitement. And it is fun having to hide this thing <laughs> and put him in various positions. What was that, James? Oh, my God. I'm interested now. Uh, of course you are. James, what are you implying? Yeah, I'm just implying that you are extremely festive. Oh, yes, James. I, I, I am festive. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, so anyway, and, and the whole story is the elf is, is one of Santa's helpers. And he's keeping an eye on you kids. He's watching whatever you're doing. And every night when you go sleepy time, he flies back to the North Pole with his elf magic. And he rats on you. <laughs> he tells Santa about all the stupid shit you did. 
So you better be good. All right. And after he's hanging out with his elf buddies and having some eggnog, spiked, of course, and uh, and ratting on you to Santa Claus to the boss. Hey, yo, boss, let me tell you what happened. This fucking kid, you know what he fucking did? I saw him. He reached in that fucking cookie jar and he took two cookies out of there. I seen him. I seen him. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Thank you for your work. Get your squeaky little ass back there. Ho, 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 ho. And you watch those kids for me. Anyway. So then he comes back in the morning time. Or in the wee morning, I mean like, you know, three in the morning, whatever it might be. And he hides somewhere new. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, it is creepy, but it's also fun. And that's back. And of course, every night, my wife forgets. So it's up to me, everybody. Your old pal Danger Pants is the one hiding the elf on the shelf. <laughs> There you go. Speaking of Santa Claus, I saw Santa Claus the other day. Oh my God, James. Where was he? Was he on the North Pole? All right. That's enough of that. What, James? I'm just saying. Do you think Santa's going to stuff your stocking, James? All right. What, James? I'm just saying, like, are you going to help Santa with his snowballs? (laughs) Enough. James, I'm just saying. Is Santa going to have a package for you? Okay, come on, enough. James, I'm just wondering if the cocoa is hot this time of year, James. Oh, stop. I, I just mean, how does that candy cane taste, James? Stop it. Stop. Okay, one more, James. What about, how is it in the... Um, yeah, all right. I... I had some good ones though, James. I was on a good run there for a while. Yeah, you were. You were. But thankfully, that's over now. But James, on Comet, on Cupid. Walk. Um, uh, are you done? I thought I was going to do something with the reindeer, James. I know you did, but you failed, didn't you? James, I, I tried, James. Okay, <laughs> but please stop. Stop trying. Donner and Blitzen. Okay, enough. That's, that doesn't mean anything. Let me just continue here. I was at the mall the other day with my family, and we saw Santa Claus. Oh, look at Santa Claus sitting there, all cute. But there was something about this Santa Claus, I got to tell you. He was the fucking perfect Santa Claus, the most perfect Santa Claus I've ever seen in my whole life. He had it all going on. I'm talking about he had the right beard length, the right thickness oh my god james did you just say santa claus had the right thickness all right god damn it i'm talking about his beard which one james <laughs> stop it it was the exact color all right as white as snow right the whole thing he had the right you know his normal hair length he had the right fatness he had the right jolliness he had the right rosy cheek Hugh, he had everything. He had that little sparkle in his eye. I mean, twinkle, sorry. There's a sparkle in your eye, a twinkle in Santa's eye. James, there's not a sparkle in my eye. Yeah, go look in the mirror. You'll see it. Hold on, James. Let me go see. Oh, you're right. There is a sparkle in my eye. It's it's beautiful, James. Yeah, I also see a uh, twinkle coming from your shoes. Twinkle coming 
on my shoes. I don't, I don't understand. He's, what, what are you implying? That you're, you're a twinkle toes. Oh my God, James. That was so lame. I know. All right. Anyway, so yes, the perfect, perfect Santa Claus that I've ever seen. Now, this got me thinking. I've seen some bad Santas in my day. <laughs> you can tell when they're wearing a fake beard. Yeah, it's rare. They mostly get the guys with the beards, but uh, you can tell. But uh, a lot of the time, the guy just doesn't look exactly right, right? There's, his beard's too short, you know, or he's, his hair isn't white enough. Maybe he's not fat enough. There's something going on each time, but this guy fucking nailed it. Now, my point is, I think there should be a new law passed. Where these stores can't hire a guy to play Santa Claus unless he is perfect, okay? Unless he perfectly nails that shit. Because there's something magical when seeing, like, the perfect casting for a role, <laughs> right? Now, yeah, I get it. I know what you're all going to say. What about Heath Ledger and this Joker in the Dark Knight? Yeah, everyone's made that goddamn excuse for every time someone is questionable in a role. But no, you can't use that one for this. You gotta have the right fatness, the right beard color, thickness, and length, the right jolliness. And you know what? This guy even had the voice down. He even had his like charming demeanor, the whole thing. My kids went up and he goes, Well, hey there, little girl. What would you like for Christmas? I want, uh, whatever she said. Oh, you really? What color would you like that in? Fucking smile, twinkling in his eye, the whole thing. Here you go. Have a reindeer hat as you go. And you have yourselves a Merry Christmas. Nearly brought a goddamn tear to my eye. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's a new law. When I'm president, that's the fifth law to pass. I already told you the first four. Uh, go back and listen if you don't know. But I'm telling you, so far, my presidential agenda is top-notch. Uh, this country will go clearly in the right direction if you all elect me. Danger for president. 20, whenever the hell you, you, you vote next. All right, next up. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm just going to make the segue. Something else I would do when I'm president. Oh, my God, James. You and your stupid ties into segues. Yeah, I try to make them work. Here's the next one. If I'm elected president, I'm going to create a new app. James, you don't need to be elected president to create a new app, James. Yeah, but it's the way I'm tying it into my Segway, stupid. So it has to be. So when I'm president, <laughs> I'm going to make an app. It's like Rotten Tomatoes, but it's for people. That's right. If you're lucky enough to be my friend on the Facebook, you know all about this. But let me reiterate. Yeah, so Rotten Tomatoes, you know what that is, right? If you don't know, I can't believe you wouldn't know. If you don't know, you go on Rotten Tomatoes, you look up movies, and uh, people rate them. And there's a whole rating system, and basically, uh, they say if the movie's shitty or not. In my opinion, this site is pretty goddamn accurate. From what I've seen, pretty fucking close. So there's a whole system of Rotten Tomato and fresh, all right? If it's uh, above 50-something percent, it's fresh, and below is rotten. 
obviously. So I propose we do the same thing, but with people. Like, for example, on the one I gave on the Facebook, let's say you meet this guy named Gary. Wow. You know what? Gary seems like a great dude. He seems like the best guy I've ever known in my whole life. Let me just go up to uh, rottenassholes.com <laughs> and see what his rating system is. Click on uh, Gary fucking Johnson. Uh-oh. Gary Johnson's rating an 87% on the asshole. <laughs> Gary's an 87% asshole based on other interactions in his life. Now, here's what happens. Everyone's got a profile, okay? And it's all the right people. You know, you can't just make up these fake bullshit accounts, okay? It's going to be, uh, I don't know. I'll work out the kinks later. But it's all going to be based on the exact person. You can't make up a fake account. Now, you also can't put in fake entries because that will be um, investigated and it will go against you and make your asshole rating go higher. Okay? No one likes that shit. Don't be trolling on my rotten asshole app. It's against the law. You go to jail because I'm president. Right? Remember that? So, so uh, let's say you interact with some dude and he's a total fucking dick. Now you go into rotten assholes and you go, listen, I just encountered, I'm going to say Peterson, of course. Peterson was a fucking asshole. Here's what happened. And you put down in detail everything that happened with Peterson. <laughs> now, Peterson's asshole rating is clearly in the high 90s. Now, you, you, know, you, you go through it, though, if you really want to get to know Peterson and, and, and why people rated him this way. It is a lot of reading, but uh, I think you <laughs> it'll help you get to the bottom of, uh, of all people, right? <laughs> Maybe there should all be like subcategories like, uh, like money. Did this person uh, borrow money from you and not pay you back in the time that he said he would? That's so many asshole points, right? Did this person have sex with your wife? Ooh, big one. Big asshole points in that, in that category. Uh, wait, were you guys broken up? Did you cheat first? Uh, you know, there's a whole lot of things going on here. Now I'm getting overwhelmed just thinking about it. But, uh, you know, in the perfect... Listen, I'll get a room full of eggheads to work on this thing. All the algorithms, all the projections, all the uh, calculations, all that shit. I'll get to the bottom of this and I'll have Rotten Assholes app ready for everybody. You can go right on there and you can just, you can see, all right, you know what? This guy seems cool. Uh, uh-oh. Yeah, he's about an 87% asshole. I'm not going to bother with him. I'm not going to ask him to be my the godfather of my son after all. <laughs> and, you know, uh, blah, 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 blah. All right, speaking of negative stuff. Oh, my God, James, another sad attempt at a segue. Well, shut up. Speaking of negative stuff, how about fears? Everybody has them. We all have them. Some are big, some are small. What are we talking about now, James? Okay. You see, do you see how you always get interested when it comes to sexual innuendo? You want to put sexual in where, James? Ah, oh, forget it. Fears. I've been thinking a lot about this because for some reason, spiders keep popping up into my life. Now, look, I am not a fan of spiders. 
would you say? You're scared of spiders, you big pussy. Yes, I would say I'm scared of spiders. I could admit that. They fucking creep me out. I hate looking at them. They look ugly. Their stupid legs, the way they curve in and look all creepy. I don't like them. Especially the big ones. Uh, Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) So I've been seeing them a lot lately. I don't know why. But uh, they pop up on the internet. I see them in real life. I see them on movies. And they just, uh, they creep me out. Anyway, I've been thinking maybe the things that creep us the fuck out or scare us the most. What if, and yes, I know this is a stoner thought. Hey, man, what if the things we're scared of, man, are like the things that killed us in past lives, man? Can you imagine that, dude? Fucking crazy, right? (laughs) Think about it. What if in one of my past lives, a giant spider... Beat my kids in front of me, raped my wife, and then he came after me. All right, and then he then he tortured me until I had an agonizing, slow, painful death after he injected his venom into my bloodstream. Think about it. And now in this life, I have this fear, you know. Oh, better stay away from those spiders. I don't trust them one bit because they hurt me in my past life. Let's expand on this. Let's say you are afraid of heights. Like Leto. <laughs> Looking at you, buddy. What if in Leto's past life, he was some kind of ugly monkey, right? Not too hard to believe. And he's up there swinging around on the tree. And uh-oh, Leto's not quite the acrobat he thought he was. Oopsie poo. There he goes, falling down, hitting himself on every branch on the way down because, you know, he did get hit with the ugly brand. What? How's that go? <laughs> did you fall out of the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down? Yeah, something like that. So, uh, yeah. So, Lito hit every branch on the way down until his gruesome death as he laid there on the floor. <laughs> While he was laying there and he can't do anything for himself because his limbs are all broken. Someone came and raped that poor fellow. And that's why Lito's also homophobic. It all makes sense. So, hey, let's think of another example. Let's say you don't like being around crowds. Maybe a a good uh, explanation for that is that in your past life, you were uh, in a Black Friday deal and a big crowd trampled you to death. (laughs) Maybe you were a black fella in the uh, radical times when they lynched you, right? So here comes a crowd of whiteies. Anyway, so you get what I'm telling you. In your past life, something happened that you died in some horrible death. And now that's one of your fears to help protect you and let you have a longer life. Right? And that's why, like I've said before, I heard in some other podcast, I think it was Joe Rogan. He said, that's naturally why we're afraid of the dark. Because in our ancestors, blah, 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 blah. You know, we were hunted by all the other vicious animals in the animal kingdom before we started uh, building our own homes and killing them (laughs) with our guns. So we have that natural fear of the dark because uh, we don't want to get hunted. So think about that. What are you scared of? What does it for you? Huh? And uh, whatever it is, I'm sure you were killed somehow that way in your past life. 
yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that's science. And uh, yeah, as, as you all know, I am a scientist. Um, I, I haven't had any formal training, but I do have the degrees to back me up on that. Uh, yes, I am a scientist, and my research really comes from uh, just overhearing other people speaking of things and then filling in the gaps with my own twisted thoughts. That's that's a, It's a form of science, I'm going to say. Scientology? I don't know. I really, I don't want to put a label on it, but it's something um, smarter than you. All right, speaking of spiders, uh, like I said, a lot of them have been coming into my life lately. I saw a recent post that said the most dangerous spider in the world is the Brazilian wandering spider. That's right. This thing is fucking ugly. Uh, it's in somewhere in South America. It does some horrible, ugly things to you. I think it hides in fruit. <laughs> and people go like, I'm going to get a banana. And then they go grab him for the banana. And here comes a spider out of nowhere. Brazilian wandering spider, no! And then you're dead. So I'm looking at this list of, of uh, horrible poisonous, or not even poisonous, the most deadly spiders, right? Now, you know what the second one was on this list? Black widows. Can you believe that? Uh, maybe the list wasn't going in, in order, <laughs> but the second one that they showed was a black widow. And let me tell you something about this black widow. Uh, they say they used to be far more deadly. Let me, let me just read you this little thing I, I copied and pasted. Let me get into my news anchor character. Hold on. <clears throat> 63 deaths were reported in the United States between 1950 and 1959, most of which occurred in or around a woodpile or outhouse. But with the modernization of home plumbing and heating, black widow bites are now very rare. The spider's bite is much feared because its venom is reported to be 15 times stronger than a rattlesnake's. In humans, bites produce muscle aches, nausea, and paralysis of the diaphragm that can make breathing difficult. However, contrary to popular belief, most people who are bitten suffer no serious damage, let alone death. But bites can be fatal, usually to small children or the elderly. Fortunately, fatalities are fairly rare, the spiders are non-aggressive and bite only in self-defense, such as when someone accidentally sits on them. Now that is no laughing matter. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. Maybe you were hypnotized by my extremely well-read paragraph, but uh, it said here, most of, most of those deaths, the 63 deaths, occurred from using the outhouse. Can you imagine that? Do you know what an outhouse is, boys and girls? For all you youngsters, you might not know what that is. It's basically the way people used to shit and piss back in the day when there was no toilets in your house. You had a porta potty outside that was always there, made of wood, and you'd walk out there. It was just a big hole in the ground. <laughs> and you'd get inside this wooden porta potty and you'd sit in your wooden toilet and you'd shit you've all seen the westerns right uh, imagine that imagine you're going out to take a shit and you're uh, another article i read another time said dangling genitalia oh man can you imagine being bit on your dick from a black widow can you imagine that's the way you died 
what kind of fucked up death is that? First of all, living back in the Old West, when you first heard of the dude that died from getting bit by a black widow while taking his shit, wouldn't that kind of change things for you, right? Oh, did you hear about old Bill Johnson? Bill Johnson, you mean, uh, you mean the old uh, cattle herder? That's the one. No one could herd cattle as good as Bill Johnson. Not anyone could even sling a six-shooter as well as he can. Well, what happened to old Bill? I'll tell you what happened to Bill. He was out there using the, the outhouse out there, and he, well, he got bit by a black widow. Ah, the old widow maker, you don't say. That's right. Bitten right on his pecker. Right on his pecker, you don't say. That's right. Right on his pecker. I tell you what, I ain't gonna use a madhouses no more. <laughs> Pass me on the sarsaparilla. Yeah, man, as soon as I heard about a dude getting bit on his dick in the outhouse, that's it for me. I'm done. There's no way. Oh, man. And especially if you were uh, having to take a shit in the middle of the night, you know, and you have to walk out. Ugh. Fuck that. Walk out in the dark and sit. Oh, you know, go in that uh, creaky old wooden closet. <laughs> sit in there, you feel something crawling in your dick. Ah! Oh! Nope. Nope. Not a chance. Hell, maybe I got killed. Maybe I was one of them. Maybe I was Bill Johnson. That's why I'm scared of spiders. Oh, little Bill Johnson got it right there in his peck. Oh. Christ. All right. <laughs> Speaking of horrible deaths, let's move on to the new segment, Sweeping the Nation. A little something called Suicide Soundtrack. Suicide Soundtrack. <laughs> I still don't have an intro song, I'm sorry. That was supposed to be like starting off all like kick ass and yeah, and then you fading away into nothing. James, the moment you have to explain your artistic expression is the moment that it loses all artistic value. Oh man, all right, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, Suicide Soundtrack, everybody, is a segment in which uh, people give me entries. Um, you give me your perfect scenario for committing suicide and what song you would play while you do it. Now, don't think of this as something morbid and, oh my God, he's really talking about this, even though it kind of is, but let's have fun with it, okay? If you'd like to give me your own entry, you can email me, James, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Once again, in case you forgot or didn't have enough time to grab that fancy pants pen, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. I will read your suicide scenario. Give me some detail on these. And I will play your song. Okay? Little way we can get interactive. Little way you can get a little shout out. And we could all enjoy your twisted outlook on how you would take yourself out. All right. Let's carry on. This week, the entry comes from another Danger alumni. None other than Mike... I don't know what this fucking guy's name is. Dracool? Dracool? I'm going to say Dracool. Mike Dracool. I know him, and all my friends know him as White Mike. 
First, let's play his song. And away we go! That was uh, Pink Floyd with Brain Damage. Uh, White Mike said he would play the whole Dark Side of the Moon album. But obviously, I can't play the whole album on the show. Come on. <laughs> so uh, I picked, I just picked that song. And you know what? If you know White Mike, you know that that's the perfect one to pick because he's, 
<laughs> he's a fucking lunatic in a good way. The dude has this uh, very unique, twisted sense of humor. And if you know him, you love him. Aww. All right, here's his. <laughs> that was his song, one of the songs uh, in the whole album. And here's his uh, little story. Here's his email. I'm going to read it word for word. <laughs> hey, James, longtime fan. <laughs> Come on. All right. This is the first time emailing. I heard you like suicide stories with soundtracks. Today is your lucky day. Mike Dracool's Suicide Fantasy, colon. I would start off by getting a Universal Studios ticket. If I'm going to be a ghost, I need a fun place with millions of people a year to haunt. Plus, I really love the tram ride. (laughs) I would have Dr. Dre headphones on because I heard that they are really good and I want to go out in style. Universal Studios would have no idea. The handsome young fella with the headphones has a syringe and a hot shot of heroin in his pocket. Uh-oh. I would also have a vomit bag. Parentheses. Heroin makes you sick, I heard. Enter parentheses. I would get on the backlot tour tram ride and start Dark Side of the Moon, the whole album, mind you. Right before we get to the Jaws part of the tour, I am tying off. <laughs> By the time Jaws comes chomping by me, I am nodding off. By the time the tram ride ends, I am done. Everything around me is covered in vomit. I'm slouched over, not breathing. Children are thinking, what the fuck? And parents are like, this trip turned out to be a nightmare. Once everything is quiet, you can still hear Dark Side of the Moon playing in my Dr. Dre headphones. Boom! I am now free to haunt the Universal backlot. Movie sets and appear in movies for many years to come. I got to tell you guys, this one is pretty fucking good. Pretty good. He covered all bases here. And I can totally picture... (laughs) I can picture that goofy bastard sitting on that tram, just smiling from ear to ear, grinning with his stupid Beats headphones on. And just looking like he's excited and happy. He's got that little... At times he's got that that kid in him still. Um, It's a good thing. But you can just see his excitement at times about things. So I can totally, I can totally picture him sitting there, ah, having a great time. Um, oh man, it's fucking awesome! <laughs> Puking all over everything. <laughs> fucking white Mike, dude. He's even got a he's a, he's got a a whole plan laid out for what he'd do after he dies. It's fucking clean. And I don't know if you guys remember, if you're avid listeners, but uh, white Mike's been on the show before. Uh, we've talked about him, Lito and I. This dude. Um, he moonlights as one of those not scary farm haunters. Every year, this guy gets paid to put on a bitchin' Halloween costume and run around all night scaring the shit out of out of preteen girls <laughs> and cholos. Probably <laughs> that's who I'd go after. The cholos. Shit, maybe that's where he got the heroin from. I don't know. It all comes full circle. Well done, White Mike. Thank you very much for your entry. You've got the good final activity, enjoying yourself on that tram ride, sitting back and relaxing. You got the uh, cool way to kill yourself with the injection slowly fading away. You've got the humor to top it off with vomiting on poor innocent children. (laughs) You got the awesome soundtrack with the Pink Floyd in the background. And you got the after plan of haunting people for the remainder of your existence. It's fucking pretty good. It's pretty fucking clean, everybody. I have to admit. Well done, White Mike. Now, don't be intimidated by White Mike here. 
Okay, don't feel like you got to top him. It's not a contest. Um, it's everyone is welcome. So don't be shy. Give us your story. Give us your song. I'll play it on the air. Give you a special little shout out, and everybody wins. So how about that? Oh, once again, the Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. But James, where else might one reach you? Oh, great question. I'm also available on the Instagrams, everybody, at the Danger Hour, and also on the Twitters at the Danger Hour, and also on the Facebooks, the Danger Hour. Wait, how's it go? <laughs> Facebook.com/slash the Danger Hour. It's that simple. A child could do it right after he gets puked on by a dude injecting himself with heroin. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. There's been a shocking development, people. Speaking of suicide, recently I have really thought about taking my own life. Oh my God, James, don't you have any lame? Yes, I have, figuratively. There's a song that I really like, and yes, it is a guilty pleasure, and I am so ashamed to admit it, but hey, I'm mad enough to admit it. Because I'm a real man, everybody. Okay, I'm a real man. I got a few hairs on my chest and everything. <laughs> so I'm just going to play you the song, a little bit of this song. Now, listen, like I said, I'm ashamed to admit that I like this song. But it is catchy as fuck. And uh, I don't think I'm alone on this one. I think a lot more people like it and probably won't admit it because they're not manly like myself. Once again, I'm manly because I could admit that I'm gay for liking this song. Here it goes. I see I'm too late. Got nothing in my brain. <laughs> that song so much don't judge me it's gonna be stuck in your head from now like watch you'll see you'll see you can thank me <laughs> you're gonna share in my plague but there is a part of the song i know i played kind of a lot of it there but what do you want from me there's a part of the song that's super fucking gay all right i know the whole thing when you first started playing it <laughs> watch this this is so fucking gay coming up here hold let me, let me just cut to it real quick hold on here it is. Hey, hey, hey. Just think while you've been getting down and out about the liars and the dirty, dirty cheats of the world, you could have been getting down to this sick beat. <laughs> my ex-man brought his new girlfriend. She's like, oh, my God. I'm just going to shake 
Ah, why'd you have to ruin it, Taylor? It was going pretty good until you did that stupid shit. That's Taylor Swift with "Shake It Off." Um, I know you guys will all be purchasing purchasing that from the iTunes Store as soon as you're done with this podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I just had I had to share with you. I want to get to get it off my chest, and now I can sleep better tonight. All right, and let's move on to a little something I like to call I fancy that. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's wonderful. Wonderful. It's I fancy that. Fancy, fancy. All right, fancy times everybody. If you don't know what I fancy that is, if you're new to this awesome excitement that is the danger hour. I fancy that is where I get to tell you about something that makes me happy, all right? Something positive for a change. Instead of all this negative bitching and moaning, let's put a little positivity back to it, to you guys, okay? First one out of two is the more important one. I'm going to lead strong on this one. Uh, you all know I like to shit on Peterson from time to time to time to time like I did tonight, earlier in the show. <laughs> but you may also all know that I happen to... I happen to love the guy. All right? He's a good dude. I don't really know him too well, but uh, we have hung out. We have done each other's shows, and uh, the guy does bring me joy. If I'm shitting on him, it's because I like him. If you all know me, you know that's my style. If I'm not shitting on you, I don't like you. Yeah, maybe that's not true. If I do it more than average, then that means I like you a lot. <laughs> All right, so Peterson, I do shit on the guy a lot, but he is a very talented guy. He is the bass extraordinaire. Um, I think he's in that group called Pod Gods that's going to be storming the nation as soon as they get their act together, literally. But <laughs> but I want to say this about Peterson. I fancy, I fancy Peterson. The dude is on this uh, health kick. He's been going strong, and I'm proud of this fucking guy. He decided to uh, to go down a different path, and I hope this doesn't sound condescending whatsoever because it's not meant to be. Uh, I've tried myself to you know to eat better, try to be more active. It's fucking hard, and the guy's been doing just fine. Um, I'm not gonna say just fine. I think he's been it's been hard, you know. It's not easy, but uh, he, he's still he's still working on it. He's going good. He's down 50 fucking pounds, last I heard. Wow. So uh, I would just like to extend a round of applause for Peterson. That is fucking awesome, dude. I just wanted to say that documented on the airwaves from coast to coast. Uh, you know. I don't think we praise each other enough. And I'm not talking about Peterson and I. I'm talking about, you know, us as a society. Um, yeah, so I would like to extend my, uh, I don't know, appreciation? Uh, proudness? <laughs> the dude's uh, fighting the good fight. He's got his son involved too. They're finally holding hands, I think. Uh, if you listen to the show he was on, that would make sense to you. 
And uh, I just want to say, good for you, man. Keep up the good work. I know you're going to be tempted. I know you are because everybody is to stray. But please, Peterson, you're doing just fine, buddy. You got my support. Look at that. Peterson, I fancy you. All right, next up. Let's go ahead and turn this train right back around towards me. (laughs) Just kidding. But uh, fantasy football, everybody. I know you know I stopped talking about it quite some time ago. Because first of all, I thought that most people probably think it's boring. Secondly, well, that's pretty much it. It has nothing to do with my horrible, horrible record. Okay, nothing to do with that. But uh, I have, I'm in two leagues. One of them is uh, the, the Speakeasy Syndicate. That's with a bunch of other podcasters. Uh, I always forget the podcast names. I'm sorry. Um, the Whiskey Boy Radio. That's one. The Ned Files. We got all three of those people in it. Number two, Becky and uh, Peterson. Uh, let's see. Hold on. There's more. Uh, shit. Fucking that guy, Lord. What the hell is this goddamn show called? <sighs> the Lord giveth and Lord taketh away dot com or something like that. Uh, oh, no. Funky Town Podcast. That's what it's called. Funky Town Podcast. There's another one called DNDUI. I know that. Uh, I'm probably forgetting somebody else. <sighs> what do you want from me? Just go to speakeasy.com. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm in it with those dudes. Some Texas podcasts, uh, California. Yeah, you, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Uh, and then my other league I'm in. Oh, and, and that one, I'm in currently in second place out of 12. <laughs> and in my own, my own, my very own fantasy football league, of course, called the League of Shadows. Inspired from Batman, that's right. I created that league myself, and uh, I was in last place. <laughs> For like the first seven weeks, I was in last place. But lo and behold, look at what happened. Mr. Danger Pants here won six games in a row, putting him in the prestigious number two slot. Thank you. That's right. My, my team is called the Snowflowers as a tribute to the Snowflower Lady at the campground. Hot oh, James. I knew the power of the Snowflower would ignite inside of you and that you would make a triumphant comeback and make us proud, James. James, you did it. Well, thank you, Snowflower Lady. That means a lot to me. So, yes, I do fancy fantasy football you know what it's really got me into watching football it makes my sundays it might sound pathetic to you it probably does you're probably judging me right now looking down your fancy nose but it makes my sunday so fucking exciting because i'm coming back and because the games have been pretty close at times and uh you know i'm sitting on the edge of my seat dude like last week it came so fucking... Cl- I was down... Oh, that's what it was. I was going against Feo, another Danger alumni. Felipe, he's in my league. I was going against him. Now, I was down like 60 points, okay? And all I had was three players left. Now, the odds weren't very, weren't very well in my favor. 
but I wound up coming back and pulling it off and winning by like six points. Can you fucking believe that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. People still say that? <laughs> so, I'm sorry. It just got me really excited. Uh, I would love to say again, I fancy Peterson and his triumphant quest. He's like the Hobbit. He's on an epic journey, and I'm watching it happen, you know? Um, hopefully, he doesn't run into any unsavory characters. But, you know, Peterson, if you need, like, a gang of misfits to come with you, like the Hobbit did, uh, more Lord of the Rings, I guess. I'm, I'm down. I can be, like, the wisecracking archer. Do they have one of those guys? <laughs> Archery is the thing, right? It's a new thing that's in right now. I'll be that guy. All right. Count me in. And I also fancy... I fancy fantasy football. So both of those things, once again, to close it out. I fancy them. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary. A fuck you moment. And here we go. All right, the fuck you moment works much like the I fancy that, yet it's the opposite. I get to get on my soapbox and bitch and whine and jump up and down and scream and yell and nag, complain, all that stuff. James, that's like the whole show. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, boy, this, this time, this time, oh, boy. <laughs> yes, James, how with it? Okay. Well, it's not that good. Oh my god, James, you just, you're so disappointing. My wife would beg to differ. Oh my god, James, you can't please anybody. <laughs> On the contrary! I, uh, in fact, brought my wife to excitement four times. <laughs> oh. oh my god, James, go on. Uh, no. That's all you will hear from me. I will say no more. But I would think more about it right now. Okay, let's continue with uh, the fuck you moment. Okay, first of all, I have to say fuck you to these carnival-style games, all right? They're all rigged, okay? We all know it, don't we? No, no, we don't. I'm an idiot. I thought, uh, I didn't think they were all rigged. Okay, there's the, there's the one like with the bottles, and you got to throw the little rings on top of the bottles. Almost impossible. There's the one where you got to bounce the little uh, ping pong ball and it goes into that different colored cup. You know what I'm talking about. There's the one where you got to also like flick some kind of ball or some kind of thing into like the little lily pads floating around in the water. You know what I'm talking about. Now, I always thought the one had some dignity, some uh, prestigious background behind it. It's I don't know what it's called. The one where you get the big fucking hammer, the mallet, and you go... Whoom, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you call that thing. But you smack down that metal fucking plate and it makes that thing go up and hit the bell if you're strong enough, right? So uh, I'm in line. We're at Knott's Berry Farm a couple weeks back. And uh, with the kids, it was my son's birthday. And I walked by this thing and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know they had one of these here. Now, I've done one of these before at another. Uh, it was like a fair. My parent. It was a long time ago. I went with my mom, or she's like, I want you to come with me. 
It was, I mean, I think it was for her birthday and she wanted us to be there. It was some dumb thing for church. <laughs> so we went and they had one of those things and I grabbed this mallet and I gave it a shot and I fucking dinged the bell and won whatever the hell they had. And so I'm like, all right, I got some good, uh, some good experience in the past with this kind of thing. Let's do it. This one happens to be digital. That should have been my first indication of fraudulent activities. So the guys are before me. They're going for it. These guys are kind of wussy looking guys though. And they're hitting it. And it's going like in the 40s or the 50s, right? 100 is the, is the top dog, if you probably would imagine. It's like... And uh, this one kind of wiener looking guy in front of me, kind of a big dude. He swings, but he doesn't put his whole body into it. Just using his arms. And he goes to like 58. I'm like, what the hell? It's a big motherfucker. And he only went that hard. So I'm like, all right, let's see what happens with me. I walk up there. I give the guy my two bucks or whatever it is. I'm like, here you go. And uh, I think everybody wins. <laughs> like one of those stupid blow up uh, prizes. But the, the main prize is a big ass um, stuffed animal thing. And I was like, all right. Let's see what happens. I grab this. There's two sizes of mallets. Of course, I get the bigger one because I'm used to having large things in my hand. Oh, my God, James. Prove it. No. So then I grab this thing. I give it a good fucking effort, right? I, I, I get my legs into it. I get my back into it. My whole fucking body. Boom. And it goes up to 86. Now, keep in mind, it didn't ding, Right? But I beat all the other poor saps that were ahead of me. And the guy behind me, I turned around to look at my wife like, holy fuck. I actually did all right. And uh, the guy like behind her looks at his buddy like, holy shit. That was impressive, right? And uh, the guy working the, working the little fucking fraud, he goes, that was, that was actually the best we've had today. And I go, no way. And then it's like, I think you get to like one, 150. And you get the big main prize, right? So I'm like, dude, I got this. Now I'm going to put even more might into it. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I put more effort into my second one. And I just fucking lifted that thing and came slamming down. Whoosh, like Thor, the god of thunder. I got like 60 something this time. Complete horse shit. Just a few points shy of getting the ultimate prize. Hmm, how convenient. Oh my God, James. Why don't you just admit that you just don't have what it takes? You fell short, James. You are somewhat of a failure. And you didn't get your son on his birthday the big stuffed animal prize, James. Maybe that's the hard, cold reality, James. Oh, how dare you. I know for a fact that that second one had more than enough of what it took to get me the top prize. Well, James, how can electronics lie? I don't think so. I mean, you know what? I'm going to go back there. I got season passes. Every time I go there, I'm going to go to this game, and I'm going to slam the fuck out of it. You understand me? And I'm going to get that large stuffed animal, even if it takes me $200 worth of tries. Oh my God, James, you're falling for the trap. <laughs> no, I'm actually curious. I'm going to, I'm going to go back and I'm just going to fuck. I'm going to practice in my backyard. I'm going to build some kind of mallet and just slam it into the fucking ground. Then when I go back in my lumberjack outfit, 
you you better believe it. I'm going to be wearing a red flannel and a beanie. I'm going to have a beard. Oh my God, James, you're going to be like a hipster. <sighs> Maybe you're right. All right, forget the, forget the flannel and the beanie. I'll just have the beard. And then I'm going to wail on that thing. And I'm, you know what? I'm going to get in the high 90s my first try. You mark my words, boys and girls. You will be updated on this story. Oh, they haven't seen the last of Mr. James Danger, the mallet wielder from Hacienda Heights. All right. So, uh, yeah, rigged games. Uh, fuck you. All right, next up. I have to say, fuck you to employees that uh, really think that they are better than everything else, everybody and everything in that store that they work in. You know what I'm talking about. Let me give you two examples. Example the first. I had a uh, gift certificate to Sam Ash. If you don't know what that is, it's a music store, not records and whatnot. They have musical instruments and all things related. So I went in there with my $10 gift certificate uh, they give you when you buy something. I forgot what I bought. It doesn't matter. I had 10 bucks to burn. You don't have to spend any money. It's 10 free dollars. I'm like, all right, let's go in there and get something. I'm looking at all the fancy stuff and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get this. Nah, I don't need it. I'm going to get this. Nah, I don't need it. They just want me to spend money. I'm not going to fall for it. I'm going to get something small, cheap, spend my 10 bucks and get the fuck out. So I'm like, wait a second. I need some picks. I'm all out of picks. I go to the guitar section. I'm looking around for the picks. I don't see the picks. Now, I don't go to these stores all the time. Okay. I fell out of the guitar. You know, I still play once in a while, but I'm not up on all this shit. So I'm looking for the picks and this guy, this fucking young white dude behind the counter. Can I help you with something, bro? I was like, yeah, you know, I'm looking for the picks. And as soon as I say that, I see them behind him on the wall. So I say, oh, okay, you got him hanging back there on the wall. He looks at me with this smug fucking look on his face and he goes, yeah, yeah, that's what they are. And I was like, dude, fuck you. I wanted to jump back over that counter grab his, sh- his shaggy beard and his dumb greasy hair and slam his face into the glass counter. But alas, I resisted the urge to get violent with this prick. And I went, uh, okay. Uh, and I go, uh, let me see, I need... He goes, well, which one's you looking for? And of course, I don't remember the names. Okay, I don't remember the, I don't remember the brand. All I go is, uh, you know what, I don't know. I forgot the name. I, they're, they're gray. Oh, Oh, they're gray, huh? Okay. I was like, oh, fuck this guy. And then uh, as he turns around and like starts, you know, looking for the gray ones, I see the one, like the brand name that I get. I go, oh, that's the one. And he pulls out these, he pulls out some some uh, light gray ones. And I go, oh, no, that's, I'm like, uh, that's a different color gray. Oh, darker gray? And the way he looks at me, I'm like, yeah. And he, he goes, what about these? He throws them at the counter. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> oh, this fucking guy. So that's one of them. Just those smug assholes that, you know, oh, I know a lot about the stuff and you're an idiot because you don't know as much as I do. Fucking asshole. Fuck that guy. You all know someone like that. You've all experienced someone like that and I don't like it. Not one bit. Let me uh, let me throw something else in. This fuck you. This um This umbrella of fuckery. Today. I went to a local Starbucks. It's uh, not the drive-through one because that one's out of the way for me now. 
So I go to this other one. I, I got to walk into this one. Um, so I've been in this place quite a few times. I always order the same thing. It's always the same girls working there that they're on the same time. I always order it the same way. Okay. Either a venti or a trenta, depending on how tired I am. Coffee, iced coffee, light ice, very light soy. That's it. No sweetener, nothing else. I want it, I want this coffee to be to taste like coffee and kick me in the teeth a little bit. And uh, I, I want light ice because I don't want it to get all watered down. And you know this this is how I order it, and it's every fucking time. Same girls. Today, the girl that took my order even told me my order before I even ordered it. Oh, you want this what uh, with uh, light ice and no sweetener, right? I was like, that's right. And and light soy, right? That's right. Thank you. So the other girl makes it, and it's fucking blonde in color when I want it to be like a rich mahogany. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, how many times? Have I been in here? How many times have I ordered it this way? And how many times have I given it back and said, oh, can you add more coffee? How many times? Oh my God, James. You sound like a really snobby asshole. It's not snobbery if it's been repeated amount of times, okay? It, it's the same thing. Now, I, I take my, my uh, passive-aggressive movement here and she'll give me the coffee and I see it's very light in color. And I'll suck down like a quarter of it. And like, excuse me, can you just top this off with some coffee? Okay. And she always seems like she's pissed off to do it. Like I'm <laughs> inconveniencing her, right? And I hate being that fucking guy. I don't want to go out of my way to ask for more. Yo, here, can you put out more coffee in there, please? Fucking dumb. Just get it right the first time. Yeah, dude. I, 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 to me, I sound like I'm a snobby asshole. But it's, it's happened so many times. And it's the same people. Don't you think they would get it by now? Are these people just retarded? Or are they fucking with me? In which case, that's funny. <laughs> I can see the humor in that. Another possibility is maybe they think that I'm like, oh, I'm going to order this drink. I'm going to suck down a lot of coffee so I can get more for free. You know, maybe that's what they think I'm doing. They just think I'm this asshole like, oh my God, he's so annoying. He always drinks them and then asks for more. Why does he do that? <laughs> You know what, maybe I should stop being such a pussy and just be like, look, I come in here all the time. I order the same thing. I'm never happy with it. Can you please just make it the way I'm asking for it? And we can avoid all of these mind games <laughs> once and for all. <laughs> ah, ah. The problems I have in my life, huh? You know, I don't know. This is the fucking moment. I got to find something to be angry about. And this is something that just happened to me because I got to go get my coffee before I do my show because I had a long day at work. It's Monday. I'm tired. All right. I need my energy for this fucking thing. You might not know it, but this takes time and effort to turn out these shows and have them be as top quality as they are. And they have been consistently. Is that an accident? No, it's not. No, it's not at all. It's uh, designed that way, and it's executed perfectly every time. <laughs> All right. Now, to the rigged games, to the employees that are way up their own ass, and to the other employees, they should just do their goddamn jobs right. 
Okay, you're getting paid to satisfy that customer. That returning customer, by the way, you should know what to do for that customer, each in their own way. Make them feel special. Huh? How about you have, how about you instill that small town vibe of, hey, she knows my name. She knows what I like. And it's the right way every time I come. (laughs) And also to myself for being so demanding for fucking coffee. All of that, all of the umbrella of fuckery. And I say, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. That's going to do it for me, boys and girls. It's been just swell. I've enjoyed myself. I never thought I would be in. I never thought I would enjoy myself as much as I do sitting alone in a room and talking to myself in the dark. (laughs) I really never would have thought. You know, it's just circumstance that brought us here together. Are you talking to me, James? Not you. Me and the listener. Stupid. Oh my god, James. Whenever you insult me, it's like such a turnoff. I'm not trying to turn you on. Alright? I'm not trying to turn you on at all. Well, I don't know, James. Maybe if you try it once in a while, if you put some effort into it, our relationship can uh, progress instead of staying in the stale, stagnant position that it's in. I don't want us to move past the way it is now. I am very happy with putting you down, making you sad, and I get joy out of that, and it fuels my creativity. Okay? I understand, James. I do believe in the show, and I I will be whatever you need me to be. And in this case, it's something for you to pound. Oh. (laughs) You always got to make it creepy, don't you? All right, that's going to do it, boys and girls. Thank you for joining me. It's been just swell. And uh, I will see you next time. But before I go, I will leave you with the same fantastic advice I leave you with every week or every time I do the show. And that is simply stay dangerous, my friends. Later.